0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the That's How We Lead podcast series of Capgemini Netherlands. My name is Coco Leisner, and I will be your host of this series in which we'll talk to some of our female leaders about their career in IT. Who are these role models next to their responsible jobs? And how did their career journey look like? Let's find out with our second guest, Tineke Mainz, CHRO of Capgemini Netherlands. Welcome, Tineke. Hi, Coco. Very good to have you here. Yeah, good to be here. How was your morning
1: until now? Yeah, good. Uh, It's misty outside, (laughs) Uh, but uh, no traffic jams for me because I live close by and uh, had some good meetings already.
0: Oh, good. So you're ready to record this podcast.
1: Yes, looking forward.
0: Then let's start with the first question. But before we're going to talk about your career, let's talk about who you are. Because people now know you as the CHRO of Cape Gemini Netherlands, but I know you're also a proud mother and wife. So suppose you were to ask your family members to describe you, what would they then say?
1: Oh, nice question. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I'm almost 45 years old. I was born in 1977 and married to Henk-Jan. And we have three daughters together between the age of 18 until 12. And if they would describe me, my kids, they would say I'm caring, warm, with attention to their needs, passionate, but also a multitasker. Um, and creative, I like to um, do crochet, for even uh, after a busy day, uh, do oh. some handwork and, uh, and so on. And nice. my husband, I think the same. And I hope people recognize me in this description as well at work, because I, I try to be the same person uh, at home as, as I am at the office. Yeah.
0: And at creativity, do you also do that with the daughters?
1: Yeah, I did. And they they like to paint, for instance, or draw. Okay. But not the rule stuff. No, <laughs> no. But I can. I teach them.
0: Ah, yeah, nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Well, it's good to know also a little bit about your personality and how that translates itself also to your job. Uh, because you have had many responsible roles in the people domain. So I can imagine that the warm side also uh, is seen there. Can you tell us a bit more about your career journey?
1: Yeah, when I graduated, I started uh, at a big staffing agency, Randstad, as a recruiter and uh, in sales. I was responsible for sales and recruiting and being an employer of, uh, of employees. Okay. I love that job because it's a really diverse 360 role, being responsible for your own market area and worked there for a couple of years, even 21 years. But oh. being a recruiter and in sales, uh, I did for f- five years uh, approximately. I like to, uh, to engage with clients and do um, very complex delivery projects. And after a couple of years, I recognized that I was asked for a lot of new roles. Yeah. And that's really nice. That's a, that's a compliment, of course. But at a certain point, I found out that I wasn't leading. Yeah. Um, so I made a switch and asked myself, what do I want? And at that stage, I saw that I was, uh, for instance, very good in talent management within my own, uh, my own management role, finding and coaching people in my team being very good salespeople, but not delivering the sales myself yeah. uh, that, that good and i recognized this is a profession this is hr and there i found fell in love with hr and i became hr business partner for certain multiple um, uh, units and after that become hr responsible for multiple companies oh so you really
0: found your passion in people
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and the passion in people is on the one hand the talent management, uh, development part, but also on the workforce management, resource management part. That, yeah, uh, I like the, the combination of that.
0: Yeah, and you also got uh, quite some responsibilities then early in your career. What has been your biggest driver throughout your career? I'm I'm led by curiosity, so yeah. I like to find out
1: how people think, what their drivers are, but also how clients work how HR profession is developing, where it's heading to from a technolo- technology and innovation perspective, as well as what's going on in, um, in, in, in people's mind, in organizational culture. So curiosity, find out how that's working, but also learn new things myself.
0: Yeah, so staying curious all the time. And I can imagine that within IT, that's very important because everything is changing uh, quite fast. And this was the first job that you were working in an IT company. Mm -hmm. How do you now experience that working in the world of IT? Yeah,
1: well, the the reason why I joined Capgemini is because of that curiosity. I was looking for a new opportunity, a new environment uh, within HR. And uh, what I really like is that I learn. uh, uh, First of all, I learn about uh, IT, about what we do with with clients, about innovation, get inspired by international uh, colleagues because we are so, so big. And what I like is that we are helping clients in their uh, transformation, digital innovation uh, transformation. And I see a lot of passion with our people. So they are passionate about innovation, about learning new stuff as well. So a lot of recognition Hmm. for my personal driver with all my Capgemini colleagues. And and I'm curious about how that is for you, because you are a female uh, leader in in Capgemini as well, working a couple of years now. So how is that for you?
0: Yes, I really like that I work in the world of IT. Uh, that's not what I thought in the beginning when the mediator of the university came to me with Camp Gemini as an option for my internship. Because I did not have that much of affinity with technology, so I was really doubting if I would fit the company culture. But he said, just go for that internship interview and I'm sure that you will like it. And he was so right, because from the moment that I entered the building and I sat here waiting for my internship interview in the lobby, I felt the atmosphere and the dynamics and the warmth of everyone welcoming you. So uh, besides that, I like the company culture of Capgemini itself. I am now very happy that I'm working in a company that is focused on technology because the consultants here are every day working on innovation, on being future focused, on uh, doing great things for our clients, but also for matters on the sustainability, for example. And yeah, so just like you, Tineke, I very much like to work in the world of IT and amazed every day again on the cool and innovative things that are are working on so I'm very proud to be part of this talented pool of people that are working here and
1: you do a lot of different things so how how do you manage your career and the things you want to do
0: so I started as an HR intern now an HR business partner and since then I'm also hosting facilitating and traveled even to Barcelona to facilitate a workshop oh, nice. So yeah, my role is growing horizontally in in many directions. And that really amazed me about Camp Gemini, that this company looks at your talents and your capabilities, but also your aspirations and dreams. And uh, if that is outside your current role, then people are very happy to think along to see what other opportunities are there to build on your aspirations and dreams. So um, yeah. Looking forward to see what it will bring again Mm. next year. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you for the question, Stineke. That's more about IT. And something that I also read from the World Economic Forum, their Global Gender Gap Report in 2021, is that women made up 14% of the workforce in cloud, 20% in engineering and 32% in data and AI. Still there are fewer women working in IT, but we as construction and ICT sectors led the way in terms of the increase. What do you think is needed to continue this positive trends?
1: Yeah, this is something that's on my, on my heart and on my attention uh, almost di- on a daily basis. Within Cape Gemini, the Netherlands, we are now at 23% uh, women balance. Okay, good. so uh, I think we're doing good compared yeah. to these numbers, but yeah. we, our ambition is to get to be uh, thirty uh, thirty percent yeah. Sef- seventy percent men uh, thirty percent women uh, and we are we have plans to to go there and I think what what we should do and what our challenges is, is that uh, we overcome our biases all of us. That we don't assume what career opportunities or career demands are for women instead of uh, uh, of men, and for instance, that the bias that IT is only for men and not for women, and tech is not for women, that's that's bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry (laughs) for my uh, yeah.
0: (laughs) And what is Cap Gemini so far doing to build diverse teams?
1: Yeah, we're doing a lot and I think it's needed to do a lot to f- put focus and attention to uh, to this topic and not only on gender, but on uh, being an inclusive and diverse organization as a whole, yeah, because we know that a diverse uh, organization is a better organization to work with, but also a more successful organization. So yeah. becoming even more diverse, but also when you are diverse, an organization where it's good to be and to uh, you, you, you feel safe and you feel you can be yourself. Uh, and we're doing a lot. So, for instance, on the gender, we have uh, women at Capgemini facilities, organizing in lots of events. One of the biggest things we are doing right now is an unconscious bias program for all our Capgemini colleagues, including leadership team. So we all have biases and we all need to be aware that, that we have them and that we, uh, we can take care of that, uh, that we yep. can act and choose to, to uh, act uh, differently and also start a conversation about, about it. That's even more important is to have a conversation about it. Um, how do you think and how do I think and how, how do we act? And we have four uh, DNI communities. I'm very proud of that. It's four (laughs) colleagues, four colleagues, and they have so much impact. That's not only the gender uh, balance community, but also the rainbow community, the religion and culture community and the capability community. Uh, And they are doing a lot of things uh, for uh, for us and inspiring us for everyone, actually.
0: Yeah. So we have programs that are organized by Capgemini with unconscious bias uh, program, but also many initiatives from the employees itself. So it's uh, both ways. So that's that's very good. Last episode, we had Janine Bake, our Managing Director, as our guest, and she had a question for you. She also nominated you to be here today, but she also was wondering about your personal experience with equal chances. For example, have you ever been passed over for a job or did you experience that in any other context?
1: Oh, good question. Yes, I have. As I told, uh, I'm blessed with uh, three beautiful daughters and uh, I went on maternity leave three times and actually was in different roles in each time I went on maternity leave and and got back to the workforce. And all the three times I was ignored or not was assumed by my manager, for instance, Tineke is not interested in this project or in this new opportunity, not being asked uh, and also assuming that I need to become myself or whatever that means or that I want to take it at a slow pace and even if that was the case it wasn't but if that was the case I please ask me so I learned from that as well because it's not okay of course Mm -hmm. Uh, just ask and uh, have a conversation about it but I learned to speak out more and to be more verbal about yeah what I want I don't I don't know and I didn't know exactly what My next step or my next role will be, but it's fine. And I think a lot of colleagues are looking for that answer as well. Maybe you never find it. Yeah. But you can speak about what drives you, what inspires you, and which way you want to go, at least. And most of us know the direction. And if you share it with others, people tend, especially within Capgemini, tend to want to help you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's really true. If you just speak out loud, you almost get ambassadors looking around for you to see (laughs) what next opportunity for you could be there. That's also a little bit related to perhaps the next question that I had, because you are now having a a very fine career path already. But you were also a young Tineke once uh, entering the work field. What kind of advice do you have to current young emerging female professionals?
1: When I was young, yeah. Yeah, I, I. I tapped on it already, be transparent about what you like and where you want to go to. And don't be insecure about what others will will say. So I can share an uh, um, an example. When I was HR business partner, I was curious and I was feeling that, I, that I, w- I wanted to take on a new step. And as a lot of female talents do within our organization as well, it's like, yeah, I don't fit the requirements of this new role. Mm -hmm. Uh, even if it's 80% people say uh, tend to think no that's not for me and I had the same and I was really insecure and I was really a little bit nervous even to talk to my manager at that time and said well my next I would like to lead HR uh, I think now and I'm ready for that step what do you think and we had such a great conversation because um, the outcome was that I got feedback where she was seeing me in that role but also where she wasn't and mm. that's that's not nice to hear of course because <laughs> you want you want an ex- applause like oh great for you let's make it possible yeah but uh, i worked on that feedback and uh, within three months even i got uh, got the role oh, of hr wow. director at yult so um just be transparent and don't hesitate don't care about what the response is if people are not recognized uh, yeah. uh, recognizing just just share it
0: yeah, and keep on having the, the queer conversations, I think. Uh, exactly. Yeah, that yeah. also helps. Okay, many good tips, good advice. That already brings us at the end of the podcast. And I was wondering which female leader you would like to nominate as the next guest for here at the table. I, would, I work closely together with Annette Harmsen. She is head of practices at application
1: services. She inspires me a lot, so I would uh, like to nominate Annette Okay, good. And what kind of question would you like to ask her? Well, Annette, um, what are you most proud of looking back to you at your career? That's a very nice question.
0: So for now, uh, thank you, Tineke, for your experiences, your perspective and your advice. It was really good to have you here. And to our listeners, don't forget to tune in again with our next episode, where we'll talk to Annette Harmsen. So thank you again, Tineke. Thank you, Coco.